Welcome to Hebrews Faith, a podcast focusing on biblical views for being a Christian. My name is Eric Hansen, and I am a servant of God here at Hebrews Ministries. Before we start today's episode, if you can and you would like to, please buy have with me as we start with a prayer. Dear Father, thank you for bringing us together and being able to share this episode and being able to understand how you love us and you want us to find peace and rest within you and how fear of the Lord can bring rest to our soul and joy and happiness through our life where we need it the most. May the words that are spoken today reach out to those that need to hear it and may those that seeking you find you whether it's through this podcast or through some other means the important thing is that your lost children find you more than how they find you in Jesus we pray amen today's episode we'll be talking about rest and how fear can bring rest to the soul now you might be asking yourself why is rest important and how does fear bring rest let me ask you this Have you ever felt the constant drain on your body where you have just no gumption or energy to do anything? Then you go to sleep and finally get those hours in. And when you wake up again, you feel ready to take on the day. Being a person who deals with depression, this in itself can feel like paradise when I'm on a streak of running on fumes. For example, from the span of May until late July, early August, in a house of three adults, I was taking care of most of the household matters. There's some well-grounded reasons as to why the weight was put on my shoulders, but it got tough some days to even get out of bed. But once I was able to receive help again and responsibilities got delegated, I just sighed a heavy relief as I felt the season had finally come to pass. If this is how lifting the weight of such menial and short-term tasks feel, I can't even begin to imagine how rest will feel once I'm in God's presence. Now I want you to try to think of a time where you felt immense pressure then whatever the cause of that was went away, and how you felt after that. Did you feel as if you lost 20 to 80 pounds? Now here's the big idea of today's episode. I want you to remember that obedience brings rest, and disobedience brings restlessness. This may sound like common sense, but it's also easy to forget. We have to remember that evil does not want us, under any circumstances, to be obeying God. So, each day, we get approached with better plans, better objectives, and better leisure. We also have to remember, though, that God doesn't want us to be robots. We are created in His image to be relational, but we need to keep examining who we are glorifying in these relations. The key here is that we need to keep obedience to God. Hebrews 4, 1-2 says, Therefore, while the promise of entering His rest still stands, let us fear least any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news to us, just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. Obedience is important in the faith, as it means we trust God and ourselves or others to be there when we need help. The more we trust someone, the more it hurts when they disobey or go back on their word, while it isn't healthy for us to hold a grudge, we tend to not forget even if we forgive. 
Oh, he already knows that not everyone will have such faith. He doesn't change the desire for his children to know about him personally and to love him. In the same concept, God expects everyone in the world to believe and to have faith. When we not only know about but know him personally, we want to obey him, much like we do our parents as a child. Growing up, my parents divorced when I was super young, and due to various factors, I rejected getting to really know my dad. It wasn't until I started to realize how I needed and wanted the father element in my life and started trying to build up faith that he wouldn't let me down. Just as it took time for me to start obeying my worldly father out of love, it took me even more time to start obeying my heavenly father out of love. The more I got to know both personally, the more I understood obeying was for benefit and not disdain. Have you gotten to know God or Heavenly Father on a personal level? If not, then dive into reading the letters he wrote to you. It may take time to trust in his words, but his words aren't half-truths or lies. We also have to remember that we do need God for rest. Hebrews 4, 3-6 says, For we who have believed enter the rest, as he has said, as I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all of his works. And again in this passage he said, It shall not enter my rest, since therefore it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience. The Bible is clear in that the only way we will receive true rest is through faith in God. Faith in itself implies, too, that we believe, because otherwise, how can we have assurance? The Greek root of the word, pavo, means cease or stop. In just these ten verses, this word in this form is repeated eight times. In doing some research on this word, I also found it being used in Matthew 11, 28-29. This is a relatively popular passage that says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. We see here again that we need God for rest. And quite often when Jesus used the word rest in the Bible, it comes back to this. In the times I could find Jesus using this, he constantly spoke about giving rest for the soul, for the spirit. God doesn't claim that being a Christian is easy, but he guarantees as long as we keep our faith in him, we will find rest, peace, and comfort in his grace and mercy. We also can't obey with hardened hearts. As frustrating as it might be, we can't both obey God and man, including ourselves. If you obey ourselves, then our hearts are hardened. David wrote, as quoted in Hebrews 4, 7, Again he appoints a certain day, today, saying through David so long afterward, and the words already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Basically, what this means is that if we hear his voice, we are not to harden our hearts or to turn away from God and follow our own desires. When David says you are here, he's not speaking to a specific person, but to everyone, to all people, and all nations, with 
thought backgrounds and understandings. Guy's voice may be as gentle as the wind, or as loud and booming as thunder, which is one of the many reasons why we should always be attentive. More often though, he will use others to speak to us, especially if we are not yet in a position of faith towards him. What this looks like can vary wildly, but it could be a friend or a co-worker trying to share the gospel with you, or always seeing an advertisement for a local church event. It could even be your spouse going to church, whether you go with or not, or them crying their heart and soul out just wanting you to go with them once. These specific moments may not even bring you rest, but it very well could for the spouse who is wanting to see you saved, or the co-worker or friend who is afraid to even just mention Jesus around you to begin with. But when God calls us home, those who have faith and believed in Him will feel the eternal relief from all the pressures that they had to experience while here. As always, if you have yet to believe in Jesus, or are struggling to keep standing in your faith walk, that needs to be addressed first. The website for Hebrews Ministries always has a prayer form that you can fill out and we can check in on you if you would like us to. You can also look for ways to further grow yourself in faith. This could be something small like praying more or reading the Bible during a cup of coffee or something bigger such as serving at the church or helping a homeless person. These do take energy to do but we gain the energy back and so much more by doing God's work when he tells us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. As this episode comes to a close, if you can't emulate to, please bow your heads me as we close with a prayer. Dear Father, thank you for bringing us all together and being able to listen to your word, be able to understand that obedience through you gives us eternal rest. Having the fear that we're always going to be serving you, the joy of doing what you call us to do is going to give our souls eternal peace. We just ask that you continue to guide us, guide us to where you need us, who we should speak Jesus to in their life, and how we can share Jesus in an efficient way that furthers your kingdom above all else. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next time, have a blessed season of growth.